வெல்கம் டு கிரியேட்டிங் வெல் த்ரூ பேசிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் பாட்காஸ்ட் இன் திஸ் ஷோ வி வில் டிஸ்கஸ் அபவுட் பெஸ்ட் அண்ட் வர்ஸ்ட் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்சஸ் அபவுட் பேசிவ் அண்ட் ஆக்டிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் அண்ட் ஐ ஆம் யுவர் ஹோஸ்ட் ராமகிருஷ்ணா லெஸ் பிகின் த ஷோ The Multifamily AP360 Virtual Summit is bringing together today's leading multifamily investors, professionals and operators for two days of learning and networking on March 18-19 of 2022. Tickets are available at multifamilyap360.com. I hope to see you there. Today's our guest is Chris Aleno from QC Capital LLC. Welcome Chris. Welcome back. Thank you. Very excited to be back. Very excited to uh, add value to your listeners. Sure. So you, you came at, as a guest uh, in episode 12. A little bit about Chris. Chris Saleno is an entrepreneur and investment manager with a history of success in building and rebuilding profitable businesses. Ms. Saleno found early success in the residential brokerage space where he successfully transacted over 40 million in sales and helped lead the number one real estate team in the Carolinas to produce more than 150, 140 million in annual volume. In 2019, Mr. Saleno founded QZ Capital and has since acquired over 100 million in commercial real estate assets across the United States. As a CEO, Mr. Saleno oversees all business operations and is responsible for the firm's overall direction and strategy. So with that, Chris, you want to add anything to your background? No, you you summed it up. Uh thank you for the introduction. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's almost one and a half year. So would you share a little bit more about what exactly you have accomplished in the last, you know, uh, 15 months or so? Yeah, very much so. I mean, there's a lot that uh, has went on um, you know, since I've been on the show and and thank you again for having me back. Uh, you know, a couple uh key things definitely learned throughout the past couple of years or about about year and a half is COVID. Uh, you know, that has changed the way we underwrite the and that has changed us as a company on who we what we focus on and what type of assets we focus on. So I think that's very important um on how we underwrite uh what assets we focus on and what markets are we uh, are we looking at. Um so you know since since I've been on yeah the covid's definitely changed the market changed uh how competitive the market is we're seeing a lot of people in the multifamily space and acquiring multifamily assets uh, and there's a lot of liquidity uh that's going towards this type of asset class which is also uh you know uh, having cap rate compression and and driving up the prices which we've never seen um in in this type of industry so we're all kind of uh you know we're sitting back and is i i'm hearing a question that is circulating amongst everybody is you know when is it enough you know what's going to happen and and i get asked that a lot by investors um is you know what's going to happen what's my opinion on it and so yeah it's definitely times of change got it and and now what type of assets you're focusing compared to a year and a half back yeah so uh when when i was first on the show we were focusing on on 80s 90s um and and early 2000s type of uh, traditional i would say value add um apartments now we are solely focused on assets built between 2000 and present uh with a very strong focus of assets uh between 2010 and present uh we like the newer type of product class 
A, B plus, we found due to COVID um, that it's it's a stronger demographic. Also, the it's uh, it, you, we're de-risking our investment because it's less. Uh, risk when we're going in and, and taking a unit down uh, to renovate for maybe a, a month and a half or maybe a little less than a month uh, to renovate the whole unit, gut it and, and fix it up compared to these newer type of properties where we're finding ways to add value, thinking outside the box in the proper, the, the unit's only down for a couple of days, right back on the market at an increased price. Uh, so we found that uh, we're able to de-risk the property, a lot less deferred maintenance, newer type of assets, they cash flow very well and the returns are the exact same uh, with amongst uh, the 80s and 90s and, and even 70s type of product right now that we're seeing. Um, and it just makes sense to focus on the newer type of uh, assets. Also, you know, a cherry on the top is that when you do decide to sell, it's poised for that right institutional type of buyer because it's newer. You know, keep in mind, if you're buying an 80s type of product, say 1980s, um, you're, you're already 40 years. By the time you decide to sell, 45, almost 50 years old for that particular property, that's a long time. You know, um, so that's going to really limit your buyer pool um, and, and, and limit the, you know, and you have a lot more risk when you decide to sell because your buyer pool is so limited when it comes to your particular property. So we like the newer type of product right now. Got it. So and how, are you, uh, how long are you planning to hold these new or new type of properties? Yeah, so our, our new deal or our deals that we um, uh, we look to hold uh, right now, we underwrite for a five-year hold. Our average or our successful exits that we've had last year, we've had three successful exits. Those exits, uh, we were able to get out uh, around 24 to 25 months. And, and those all were intended five-year holds. So I always like to have those expectations is, um, come into it with that expectation. It's a five-year hold. It could be a little longer. It could be a little less. But our success track record shows roughly 24 months uh, of a hold. So got it. Got it. Uh, and you mentioned planning to implement some out of the box ideas. Yes. Uh, would you like to share any of them? Yeah, very much so. So um, with with newer type of product that we're we're looking to uh, acquire, we really would like to acquire them from a developer. Um, and and the reason why is because when we acquire from a developer, developers has has a couple goals in mind. One goal is to get out of their recourse loan which a recourse loan is the bank can come after you if you default on your payments. Uh, that's a high level summary of it. Um, it was, they want to get out of their recourse loan. They also want to, and the reason and how they can get out of it is they sell either during a lease up phase or uh, they get, get it above 85% occupancy, find a buyer who can throw traditional uh, Freddie or Fannie debt on it or bridge debt. Then from there, they can get out of it and sell it and then go on to the next property. But we found that there's a huge premium anywhere from 125 to, to 250 as an organic rental increase that we can do because the number one goal for the developer wasn't to increase rents to market um, standard. It was to get it leased up as fast as possible, concessions and, and uh, you know, just base rent. When we go in there, we like to identify certain items that the developer or the, the previous owner has not completed. For example, a technology package. 
Everyone loves technology these days um, with a Nest thermostat, a keyless door entry, um, Wi-Fi, uh, having the ability to have very strong compatible Wi-Fi at our communities and, and charging the tenants an additional and getting a kickback from that. Um, so those are a couple interior ways. We also uh, have partnered with a company that will go in and redesign your closets with cabinets, doors, and, and you're seeing a lot of these REITs, you're seeing BlackRock, Black Blackstone uh, implement it in their new development properties, and it really makes a difference to these type of assets that are the that are the class A type of assets. When when someone is comparing and wanting to live in one of these properties, they're comparing multiple uh, different type of uh, properties that they want to live in. When you have a closet that is designed with door or with uh, with uh, cabinets with um, you know drawers, it really sets separates your property amongst the other properties. Another thing. And I'll, I'll uh, give it back the mic back to you. Is that we've uh, one thing that we really like, uh, we have not implemented yet, but it is on the horizon, is where there's a TV behind the mirror for the master bedroom. Uh, we've seen that in properties, we've gotten feedback from tenants uh, that love it. We got feedback from potential tenants saying like that's one thing that they uh, they could not stop thinking about about that particular property is that there's a, a TV behind the mirror uh, and it really made them feel the, uh, that luxury uh, that that property is very luxurious to them and they wanted to live there. So those are just a couple of things that uh, we really like to see and that we're implementing. Got it. And thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. You're welcome. Sure. And what markets you're targeting, Chris? Yeah. So we uh, are headquarters in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we have a very strong focus on the Carolina market. We, uh, we're breaking into the Nashville, Tennessee market, Atlanta, Georgia, certain markets in Florida, like Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, and South Florida. We also are just breaking into the Texas market. We like Austin, uh, Houston, Dallas, and we uh, have a deal in uh, San Antonio that we just released, uh, which is a 506C. So it is only open to accredited investors only, uh, which we're very excited uh, to to break into the San Antonio market. At the moment, that is where we're looking at um, for deals. Uh, I would say by Q3, Q4, we will venture uh, into the Phoenix, Las Vegas market, um, as those are very attractive markets. Got it. Got it. And, and what size of deals you are targeting now? Yeah, we focus on deals uh, anywhere from 100 to 350 units. Uh, that, that the top number can vary depending on the deals. Texas, hey, Texas likes to go big with everything. So normally you're seeing 250 to, to 400 unit uh, you know, type of deals. Um, and it just all varies between uh, each of the markets we're focused on. But we really like to be between 100 and 350. Got it. And like, you know, compared to like 15 months back, now you're going after bigger deals. So from mindset point of view, so what exactly has changed? Mindset's huge. Um, and and I, I preach that uh, people who know me personally know I'm huge about mindset. Uh, mindset is, is very important to me. Um, you, I would say what has changed um, is, is really, even though I've preached this multiple times, it's myself on, it's, it's me limiting myself in the growth I want to have with my mindset, if that makes sense. Um, as each individual, we always have that fear that holds us back. We always have our mindset that is going to hold us back 
and, and it's going to stop us from growing, stop us from hitting our goals, stop us from uh, creating new goals and taking action. And I would say really understanding who I was uh, over the past uh, year, um, getting a personal therapist, a business therapist, which I highly recommend, uh, has helped me tremendously cultivate the mindset that I was, I'm able to create now to focus on these larger deals, to, to have the stress and, and uh, to, to take on more stress and still be able to function. Um, a lot of my employees don't understand how I function um, because I'm able to cope with a large amount of stress um, on a, on a short time frame uh, and still operate at a very high level. So that right there is mindset. You have to have the mindset. You have to build it by reading books, by meditating. I meditate in the mornings and in the evenings. I highly uh, uh, recommend it. I think it's, uh, it's very important to meditate. Cool and great. And as a CEO, you oversee all business operations and also you're responsible for overall direction and strategy. So would you elaborate on, uh, on that? So what exactly you do? Yeah, so I founded QC uh, beginning of 2000 or end of 2018, beginning of 2019. Um, and and as uh, anyone who's an entrepreneur or founder of a company, you have to wear multiple hats. You have to do a lot. And, and when I first created the company, I was doing everything from underwriting, from you name it, property sourcing, investors, you name it. And so as I was able to gain success early on uh, in the industry, I was able to build out the team with the right employees. Our employees who come on, it's a very um, strenuous process. We don't just hire anyone. Uh, they come on for some individuals, they come on and they work for free for the first two to four months. So I can gauge on how they work if we work good together. Um, and, and depending on, uh, you know, they may have a very small salary, uh, but a lot of them uh, or some of them are interns that work for free and they want to gain the knowledge. So in return, I'm giving them the knowledge of how to invest into real estate in return. They're, they're doing all the hands-on work um, or you can give them a very small salary, which I've done before. Uh, but I, I want to see how they work. I've seen so many companies hire and, and then fire right after and have high turnover. And that's one thing that I strive and that everyone knows here that I'm striving for is, is not high turnover. I want to create that family atmosphere that we are a power team. We work together and we can grow to reach our goals. So it's really aligning myself with the right individuals uh, that their strengths is where they're at in the position that I place them. Um, for example, my uh, managing partner who moved up from director of acquisition to now managing partner, he uh, built our underwriting template from scratch. He knows, he, I mean, he is a wizard when it comes to it. Uh, and so he, that's his strength. That's where he excels at. Can I do it? I can do it. Do I prefer to do it? No, I do not. I know how to move the lever, uh, the levers where I need to move them, um, and and to make sure you know it's it's a great investment not only for the company but uh, for our investing partners that partner with us on it. So it's it's really finding the right talent and placing them where their strengths are um, is has what I what I have done over the past you know since I've grown the company um, to get to where it's at today. And then this year we are going to see a tremendous amount of growth. My goal for the company is a minimum five deals uh, and roughly 500 million. So uh, we're, I'm pushing them very hard. Great, great and awesome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So would you share any best experiences in the last 15 months? 
Yeah. Best experiences, you know, I would always say, and then I'll definitely always vert back to this is, is building relationships with, uh, with the right individuals, um, really vetting them, um, is, is, is key and, and building deep relationships. And when you have those relationships, build those relationships long-term, uh, this business is all about relationships. It's all about partnerships and it's very important to do so. I think it's extremely important to, to have those relationships and build them very strong. Um, so if that's, uh, you know, some advice I would give is, is, find those, find those individuals, uh, and go really deep with those relationships and add value anywhere you see fit. Our team was just talking this, uh, this afternoon. And, and I told him, I said, when I first got in the industry, I worked for free. I drove other operators around and, and I was, I was their chauffeur. And the reason why is because I wanted to hear how they spoke. I wanted to hear what they're doing. I wanted to see how they're transacting. So I drove them around. So, you know, for those individuals who are looking to gain knowledge, you know, I would say knock on the door. And if I get this question a lot is how can I add value to you? And I think that's the number one mistake people ask or number one question people ask, which is incorrect is how can I add value? You know, I'm so so busy during the day. I don't know how, you know, I'm just, I'm so busy. So the best thing to do is, is find out what I need or, or how to add value. And, and if someone came to me and said, Hey, Chris, I want to work for you and the company for free for the first three months, I'd be like, sure. Okay. I can give you some tasks to complete. Meanwhile, they're gaining the education on how to invest in multifamily. And also if they have a great work ethic, you know, who knows, they may be in perfect position for a full-time position uh, to help the company grow. Um, so I would say those are some things that uh, to keep top of mind for individuals. Great, great points. And would you also share any of your challenging experiences? Yeah, very good. Challenging experiences. There's a lot of them, uh, but I'll pick up a couple. I think um, one thing we strive for uh, is is a, a huge marketing campaign this year uh, for the company. Um, uh, we I have very large goals and, and we we have to achieve them. And with that, I think it's very important to uh, to market to pour out the right education um, and and um, something that is is always you know. Uh, always behind is us pouring out the right education. So uh, challenges is, is really getting out more education because being on social media is a full-time job. Um, so that's one thing that I'm striving for is, is pouring more of my education out to help people learn about passive investing, help people understand that they can be a part of these large deals as well. Um, and so I would say time management is something that's important that uh, important to me, but has been challenging is, is really managing my time properly because I, I want to give back so much, but then I also have to focus on growing the company. So we reach our goals. Um, and so those are a couple things. Got it. Thank you. Any books that impacted your life in the last maybe two years? Oof. Any books that impacted my life in the last two years? I have a handful. Um, I would say uh, a couple books that really um, impacted my life is Think and Grow Rich. That's a book that I will always revert back to. I think it's a, a very strong book. Um, if you haven't read it, read it. I highly recommend it. Think and Grow Rich. It's a really great book. Um, there's a couple other books I have on my Audible uh, that um, that I've been reading. Uh, Steve Schwartzman's a great book. Uh, the CEO or found, or, uh, founder of BlackRock, or excuse me, um, Blackstone. Joe Fairless has a great book out. Um, there's a couple other books. Uh, the Magic of Thinking Big. That's a 
really great book I like. Um, also, Influence is another great book and How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, there's, there's a, I can go on and on, but those are just a, a handful of books I, I read. I normally do Audible because I listen to them in the car, and then sometimes I will read them at night as well. Great, great. So what, you, uh, what drives you what you're doing, Chris? <laughs> What drives me? Oh, um, I would say number one thing that drives me is my son. Um, if anyone follows me on social media, you can just type in my name, uh, Chris Salerno. I should pop up, um, especially on Instagram, Chris underscore Salerno underscore. Um, you'll see pictures of my son, and that's what drives me. Um, I, I, I strive to uh, be the best father there is um, in, in the world. I strive to, uh, you know, be a very strong role model for him. Um, and, and that right there strives me to, to grow the company. Also, uh, each individual, um, employee that I have, uh, they all have goals. Um, and, and I want to be a part of their goals and that has, uh, strived me to work so hard. If you are going to work for someone and, and they don't have uh, large goals that they want to achieve, then it doesn't make the, the work or the journey exciting. Um, I, I think it's very important to work for someone who has large goals because that you can then achieve your goals under their goals. And, and so all my employees know my very large goal. They also want to be a part of it. And, and I want to help them achieve their goals. And all together as a team, we're going to help uh, passive investors achieve their goals by learning and by educating them that they can be a part of these large deals. Great. Great. And how are you giving back to community, Chris? Yeah, so there's a couple ways I like to give back. Uh, one uh, one way is a um, no kill shelter. Um, I like to uh, um, donate to a local humane society, no kill shelter for animals. Um, I, that's something that's dear to my heart. Another way I like to give back is there's a local facility here called Charlotte Rescue Mission. Charlotte Rescue Mission is another uh, charitable cause uh, that is close to my heart. And what they do is, is you come to their facility for anywhere from eight to 12 months, and it's a rehab facility. I'm big about mindset. I'm big about changing people's lives and turning their mindset around. And what they do is, is you stay in their rehab facility. They go through the whole process with you. Um, and and, and they really help you change your mind from being an addict, if it's drugs, alcohol, you name it, to then getting out, getting out on your feet and, and having a job and, 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 and growing and being a part of society. So that's another thing that's extremely dear to my heart, too. Great. So how can listeners can connect with you, Chris? Yeah, if you're looking to uh, learn more about us, learn more about me personally, or set up a one-on-one -on -one call, or, or also invest uh, alongside of us as an investing partner, I would encourage you to go to our website, qccapitalgroup.com. You'll be able to see on the top right, it will say uh, invest with us. Go ahead and click on that, fill out that information. One of our team members in our investor relations uh, department will reach out to you to set up a one-on-one -on -one call to get to know you better and to see if we're a good fit for a partnership. Awesome. And thank you, Chris. Thanks for adding value to the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. The multifamily AP360 virtual summit is bringing together today's leading multifamily investors, professionals, and operators for two days of learning and networking on March 18-19 of 2022. Tickets are available at multifamilyap360.com. I hope to see you there. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate and review 
And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing. Thank you.